Hi, welcome to the very long overdue 47th episode of Thrifty Cast. This is Eric. And this is Kathleen. And it's been a while. It has been. Yeah. We, um, we actually did tape a 47th episode back in July. But we but just couldn't share it with people we actually cared about. It, it didn't, was it didn't meet our exact, exacting podcast standards. And and it's now lost. We erased it. Yeah. It was really bad. Yeah. It it lacked our normal sparkling wit and, rep- <laughs> and repartee. It just let, it let was me just, let me just pat myself on the back right yeah, now. It just was not our best. So mm-hmm. um it took us three more weeks until we just got ourselves together. Yeah. To I mean, do it, this again. It, I mean it doesn't it doesn't help that we now live three hours apart as opposed to in the same apartment building. It really does make it a little more challenging. Yeah, but, and the fact that I'm, you know, I'm in Chicago once a week, but it's always the same day and it's always Friday nights and, you know, being boring middle-aged people who want to go to bed by 10, it just doesn't. Yeah, and it is past 10 right now, I'm just going to tell you. Yeah, so I think we could safely call this a party episode. (laughs) Yes, it yeah. is a party episode. And we're getting a little wild. It's, it's 10.30. I've, oh my God, episode 46, uh-huh. May 27th. Oh, wow, so it's been <gasps> three months, three months? Oh okay. my goodness. We're, we're making up for it now. Wow, we took a hiatus. Yeah. I hope we enjoyed that time off. We can call it summer break. Summer break was great. So t- today's topic, just to name it before we get into it, is um, monogamy versus polygamy in thrifting. Um, which sounds really scandalous. It's not. We'll talk about it in a minute. But before we get there, how you been? I've been good. I've been busy with work, so uh-huh. I have not thrifted as much as I would like. Yep. But I did take a big Southside thrifting trip last Saturday, which was excellent. Uh-huh. I put a few pictures on Facebook on our um, page last Saturday mm-hmm. because... I was mid-thrifting trip, and there were such good things. Yeah. I had to post them. But I did find some good things afterwards. Awesome. So, so that's been good. What yeah. about you? Um, pretty good. We, I, you know, set up in the new house. Um, we have a dozen chickens. And it turns out when you sex chickens, there's only an 85 to 90% success rate in sexing baby chicks. So we have 11 hens. And much to our surprise, we have Bob the Rooster. Um, who crows all day long. That's not just a morning thing. Don't let anybody tell you it's a morning thing. So he does what a rooster does. And um, we decided to plant a little garden. And, you know, we always heard like, oh, just the chicken's droppings will enrich your garden. What they don't tell you is that they'll also eat your garden. (laughs) At, At one point, you know, we had these plants with all these cherry tomatoes on them. And just one day happened to see a chicken kind of wander out of the garden <laughs> with like a cherry tomato impaled on its beak. And then it just ran out and started pecking at it and just kind of threw it up in the air and it was kind of down in one. And then all of a sudden, all the chickens kept leaving the garden with these little, eventually green tomatoes. They, they ate up all the ripe <laughs> ones. So green tomatoes impaled on their beaks and now not a tomato in sight. Aww. And now they're after the green peppers. So there's that. We also got goats. We have three goats that um, that we got, and they are doing a really good job of fertilizing. Um, they're doing a good job of clearing brush and enriching the soil. So, 
but they're and you really, said they're getting more friendly. Yeah, they're really cute. They're they're cute. They look like little gazelles, like little fat, very slow gazelles. They love climbing and prancing, and you cannot keep them off of lawn furniture, so don't even try. <laughs> I've met the chickens, but I have not yet met the goats, and I'm really looking forward to, well, seeing the chickens' growth, mm-hmm. um, but also meeting the goats, because yeah. they, they look adorable in photos. They're really cute, yeah. Um, and, mm. and goats just seem fun. So that's farm life. The, the, um, with living somewhere as rural as I live now, I am far removed from being able to take like the Southside trip where you just, you know, during in the course of a day, you could hit up to, you know, seven or eight thrift stores. Not that we ever did quite that many. Six. We usually kept out around six. Yeah. We got tired. After yeah. That. But you know, it's, it's a good hour between thrift stores. Cause you know, mm-hmm. like one small town will have a thrift store. You know, it's a half an hour, 45 minutes or an hour to the next town that may or may not have a thrift store. So you just can't thrift like that. And that's actually the basis of our, our um, of our topic today because the way that I'm thrifting now is very different than the way that you thrifted the other day. Yes. And it's, it's stylistically as it's really different. But before we get into that. Exactly. I was just uh-huh. going to say that. Are what's, you, what's your find of the week? Find of the month. Find, find of, of the, the three months. <laughs> Maybe find of the year. Yeah, uh-huh. um, so last Saturday when I went thrifting, I was both delighted and saddened to find out that it was a half price off day in my favorite thrift store. Delighted because half price off, what a deal. You can't pass it up. Saddened because that makes the stores so crowded, uh-huh. so messy, and just so difficult to really look around. Yeah. So I was thinking it was going to be sort of um, a bummer of a trip. It was not. I found so much good stuff uh-huh. that... Um, I just, I bought a lot of stuff. Some of it, like I said, I took pictures. The last store I went to, I found a beautiful rug for $2. Uh It was marked $4, but everything was 50% off. It is 100% wool, made in Iran. It is the size of my dining room table, which does not help you at (laughs) all, other Uh, than we're sitting at it right now. The dining room table fits six pretty easily. Yeah. You could cram... You could cram in two more if you had to, but yeah. it's uncomfortable. Right. Um, so it is a nice size rug. It needs a good cleaning, but um, it's beautiful. And I have photos of it, including a photo of the price tag still attached because the $2, that might be the best. It is the best deal I've ever gotten. Oh, in terms of price, in terms of value for what I you're... think so. Yeah. And it's something I've actually been looking for. Yeah. I really have been looking for some nice rugs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was great. I can't remember. I saw the, a lot of stuff that you posted pictures of. Did the rug make the cut? Have you posted that No, yet? because I hadn't found it yet. Oh, okay. It, I, right. I took pictures after the first three stores because uh-huh. I had this pile of stuff on my passenger side seat. Uh-huh. And then I went to the last store, which was the three-story yeah. store. And that's where I found it. Okay. Um, if anybody's ever visiting uh, Chicago, it's it's actually turned into one of my favorite stores. Exactly. It's, uh, it's in the Little Village neighborhood in Chicago. It's at twenty. It's on the um, kind of southwest side, so Twenty uh, Sixth Street and Pulaski. Uh, it's on Twenty Sixth Street, just west of Pulaski, by about a quarter block. If you're ever a, a thrifting tourist in Chicago, totally recommend that one. It's three stories. They will tell you in their uh-huh. loudspeaker announcement. It's Chicago's only three-story thrift uh-huh. store. Um, hey, I wonder. Hey, 
looks like it may have been an old furniture store. Furniture store, store I think so. Yeah, because they have like a freight elevator and you can see that like, you know, they probably had bed and mattress sets on one floor and dining room sets and, you know, whatever. And the, the floors are really tall. Yes. The ceilings are extremely high. Yeah. Um, I guess it could have also just been a regular little department store, yeah. but yeah. So, I mean, the things I bought there mm-hmm. uh, were all around those ridiculous prices. Yeah. I mean, I bought things that were marked 80 cents, so yeah. they were 40 cents. Mm-hmm. I bought a little pop that was 20 cents. Yeah. It was 10 cents. I mean, just, it was ridiculous. Phenomenal. I think I spent seven fifty mm-hmm. there, yeah. and I left with a lot of stuff. Do you have a sense, the, getting back to the rug, do you have a sense of how old it is? I don't. I really don't. Um, well, even if it's new, it's... You know, all wool. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's ma- new. It I mean, it has some wear. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it's it's really nice, and like I said, it's actually one of the few practical things. Yeah. I've been looking for because I tend to buy a lot of things that I don't really need. Yeah. So delightful. But yeah. enough about my rug. What about <laughs> you? <laughs> um. The, the I have a kind of a two way tie from a friend of the week, and it's stuff uh-huh. that I got here in Chicago since we recorded last time. Um, you and I were able to take a thrifting trip. It's been weeks ago now. Yeah, it's been a long time now. But again, it was that same three-story thrift mm-hmm. store. I found a quilt, uh, again, handmade, uh, a lot of scraps. It has a lot of blue in it. The pattern's really interesting. It was uh, 15 bucks. I paid full price for it. And usually, I, I don't pay 15 bucks for one item in a thrift store usually, but this was so beautiful. So worth it. Yeah, absolutely worth it. So, um, and, and again, one of those very practical, you know, a, a basically a, a queen or king size yeah. quilt, you, you know, you can always use. It's a good summer weight, you know. I mean, it's great for layering in winter, mm-hmm. and it's just pretty on a bed. It, ju- it just really works. Um, the other thing, and again, this is, it's not nearly the value that the, the rug is, but they had a... Um, and again, for, for kind of my lifestyle now, I was like, ooh, nice. It was a um, one of those metal wash tubs. Like galvanized. Galvanized metal, metal wash mm-hmm. tubs. And, you know, it was a, a really nice big size, and it was two bucks. Which any any garage sale, any flea market you go to in rural Wisconsin, they're going to be at least ten. You know, people value those. They know the value of them. And I've already gotten some use out of it. it. It was, you know, structurally intact. You know, the bottom wasn't rusted out or anything. And um, had some guests over a couple weeks ago. And so we got some nice Wisconsin beer because, mm-hmm. you know, it's what Wisconsin's known for, along with dairy. Um, I'm putting on weight, by the way. Um, beer and, and uh, dairy? Beer, yeah. beer and dairy, yeah. <laughs> I switched to whole milk, and I'm not sorry. But uh, the... Um, so yeah, we just filled it up with ice in the beer bottles were in there. We had it on the front porch and it was just, it was really, uh, it, it just has so much kind of usefulness in it. It was just a great kind of utilitarian buy. And again, it's the, the price is what, what makes it one of those, those great finds. I think it's also interesting, like you said, in Wisconsin, $10, whatever yeah. it would be, it's just things, items in different places are uh-huh. valued in different ways. Yep. And buying that here made so much more sense. Yep. Um, if you could even find it in a thrift store in Wisconsin, if it hadn't gotten kind of snapped up by somebody yes. and priced higher because people saw the the value mm-hmm. in that. But yeah, that was a really couple bucks for that was a really good deal. Yeah. So which, which this, the talking about different locations is actually a pretty good segue yeah. into our topic. Um, 
what has happened since I moved is that I've become a thrift monogamist. So I, I live in one small town in, in Wisconsin. I have quite a hike to um, where I'm working. I'm working in this agency, basically. So, um, but it's in this small town that is a ways away uh, from, from home. Um, I drive about an hour to work which people there freak out about that. Like it's so, <laughs> it's such a, a big community. And I'm like, well, you know, living in Chicago, it's nothing. And I, I mean, there's, it, it's just these long open roads and everything's pretty and uh-huh. there's wild turkey and deer. And so, yeah, it's gorgeous. So I don't mind. But again, all these towns are really isolated. So I, you know, I'll have a lunch break or people may not show up. Uh, for appointments that I have or those kinds of things. So I may end up with gaps in the day. So what I'll do is at least one time a week, I'll go to that one thrift store in town. Every once in a while, I'm able to catch, to go to other thrift stores and I'll Uh I'll kind of check them out. But what's happening is um, week after week after week, I'm going back to the same thrift store and getting to know it really intimately. Um. So that that's kind of my, the the monogamy side of things, uh-huh. um, as opposed to the the more polygamist thrift store relationship. You're saying that I'm easy and loose. <laughs> oh my god! Or Mormon, it could go either way. Well, you know, polygamy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not not that Church of Latter Day Saints espouses that now, but <laughs> um, oh dear. But yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, thrifting in Chicago, I miss the kind of thrift trips that you're taking, mm-hmm. but I am finding that there's something nice about really getting to know the patterns and the stock and everything about mm-hmm. one thrift store very, very well. It's not nearly the same, and I want to ask you sort of what you're learning and what that's like, but for a while, earlier this summer, I was going to that one village on Elston. Yep. Every day or two. Oh, wow. Just because I drove by it a lot. Yeah. And it's so easy to park there. Yeah. It has an easy parking lot and it just, it's not, sometimes it's crowded, but it's, it's pretty easy to go to. Yeah. And I was just stopping there a lot Mm -hmm. and it was interesting to see like how quickly they put out new merchandise and that's the store that is often a disaster. Yeah. It's just a mess, but they have some good stuff. Um, Eric's sort of looking at me like, eh, not really that much good stuff. But that was, it was there's, interesting. There's good stuff there. Yeah, yeah, it was interesting to start to see different patterns, but I haven't been able to do that, and I don't drive that way the way I used to. Mm-hmm. So that has really changed for me. And my, the St. Vinny that I go to, mm-hmm. it's a St. Vinny in Reedsburg, Wisconsin. Um, it is um, not that full of merchandise. It's a lot tidier. It's this huge building, but a, a lot of it is like storage in the back. It's the outside of the building's pretty mm-hmm. deceptive because when you go in, there's actually not that much actual retail space. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they'll have you know a few men's clothing racks, a few women's clothing racks, and um, it, like a tiny little section of books, tiny section of albums. Oh, see, I thought you were going to the one with the big card. 
The big card. The big card area. Oh, no, that was which in has a, Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't know the area. I just thought it was that one. Because no, that you, has tons of books. Yeah, and, you and I never went to the one that I'm going to okay. regularly now. Okay, okay. So it's, um, you know, in, in just to explain, in kind of demographically, Reedsburg, it's, it's a small town, a, a few factories in it, which are the major employers. Actually, Land's End is based out of there. So um, you, I, I, yeah, I never checked, but I bet they have a ton of Land's End merchandise that lands there. But, you know, the, the people in town work at the Land's End factory. They work at, um, there's a place that makes car seats. So, uh, you know, it has a big blue collar population. And then on top of that, you have like small farmers immediately outside of town. So it's not, it's not a rich town by any means. Um, so they're, they're, um, the stuff that comes through mm-hmm. is, there, there's not a lot of it. Um, and I've, I've gotten to the point where there are fancy things section in the uh-huh. front. They had this, this kind of gnarly looking picnic basket <laughs> for 30 bucks. And I, I don't know, it, it, it's not there anymore. I don't know if they knocked it down to a point where somebody bought it or, or what happened, but. That's one example of something yeah. I noticed. In their album section, what will happen is somebody will offload a bunch of albums from the same artist. Mm-hmm. So it'll be like, oh, you know, a, a Merle Haggard fan must have switched <laughs> over to CD because it's all these Merle mm-hmm. Haggard albums. And I don't mind Merle Haggard. And they had, um, they were in pretty good shape. I'm not a big country western fan, but, you know, like the 70s, like the, the kind yeah. of classic. Yeah. Um, I did end up getting a K-Tel Rowdy Hits of Country <laughs> album from 1981 just for, you know, enjoyment. So haven't actually listened to it. But um, their book section is um, like a, not, a lot of cookbooks, a lot of religion and spirituality books, and then just a, a sprinkling of your Ann Coulter's <laughs> and your Rush Limbaugh's. Like there, there's some of that infused in there. What I like best about this thrift store is the furniture. They actually have their furniture priced very reasonably. Mm. If the picnic bucks are thirty, uh, picnic baskets are thirty bucks. They also had these recliners. Not that I, I think anybody's going to go out and buy a bunch of recliners, but you know they had them for. You're um, looking for. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why I'm paying attention. Yeah, yeah, I'm for a couple. Yeah, I'm looking for a couple of recliners because I've given up. That's my. <laughs> I'm just, I'm going to drink beer you and eat cheese to curds. the country. And oh, yeah. You become a recliner person. But, um, you know, they had them for like 15 bucks. And oh, so, my God. Yeah. That is a deal yeah. compared to the picnic basket. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you could get two recliners for one picnic basket. In what <laughs> world does that make sense? But they also had, uh, oh, I just lost my train of thought. I'm oh, sorry. No, they had a uh, this vintage table and these great wooden chairs mm-hmm. and I'm, tr- I'm trying to find kind of mismatched wooden chairs for the dining room table but are kind of, of of the same height and kind of the same look a little bit and I loved these chairs they had them priced at 20 bucks each which again is really off kilter and as a result of going over and over again they've been there for at least three weeks now I think three or four mm-hmm. weeks they're still $20 and they have not moved not a single one of them um and the recliners went. Weirdly, the picnic basket went. Um, things that I can tell that there are some antiquers coming through because they had this great enameled colander. Mm-hmm. 
that I was like, ah, oh, I want to buy this. It's cash only, which is also kind of a drag, but, um, they had this great enameled colander and I'm like, you know, this is just really pretty. I just like this. I like the way it looks and went back the next day and it was gone. So you've really, when you find something you like, you really got to snatch it up. Well, but, that's most thrift stores though. Yeah. And you should carry cash. Well, I think, <laughs> you know, with, with this culture, sea change in culture, I think I have to now. Um, yeah, certainly when I go to the thrift store to just have enough on hand to do it. But yeah, yeah, I, I never in Chicago, I just never did. Every single thrift store takes cards. Yes. And it's probably jacked up the prices. Sorry. Well, yeah, when I get, it has jacked up the prices. Yes. Well, when, um, yeah, when I'm buying a 50 cent book and putting it on credit, normally what we'll do though, is you and I will kind of balance it out. Yeah. I usually carry cash yeah um and very rarely charge anything at thrift stores unless i've spent all my cash and i'll charge everything and yeah. so if i get up there and i have like five dollars in mm-hmm. items then i'll pick up yeah and so we'll kind of trade off that one. yeah we make it work yeah so but so that's that's the what i'm noticing about like just really intimately getting to know that one thrift store and mm-hmm. how it works and how pricing works i there, there's been um, one of those Fire King Peach Luster mm-hmm. sets. It's a, um, it's in beautiful shape. It's pristine. It never went through a dishwasher. You can tell by looking at it. It has the laurel leaf pattern around uh-huh. it. It's, it's beautiful. It's in beautiful shape. They want two bucks for the saucers, two bucks for the cups, little high, and they've been sitting there. Yeah. And what's weird, antique stores, which there are tons of those around, so I end up going to a lot of those. They'll all have peach luster, and it never moves. Yeah, it it's fascinating. It's one of those things that um, everybody must have had it for a while. Yeah. It's weird. I, I don't know any family members who had it, but it must have been such a thing. And there is just no appetite for it. No. Everybody likes it, but nobody, nobody wants buys it. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, my mom had never seen it. And when Which we is were, bizarre. I know when we were in Duluth, we went into an antique mall and spent a couple hours there looking uh-huh. around. And every time she saw it, because we saw it multiple times in this antique mall, because nobody buys it. Yeah, she remarked on how much she liked it. It was really, uh-huh. it was just funny. We did see one especially cool set that had like black in it too. I've oh, never cool. seen it before. It was Art Deco-y. Ooh, nice. Actually, we saw that at um, at the Humane Society thrift store. In Fudge Town, I can't think of oh, the name right uh, now. Hayward, Hayward, Wisconsin. <laughs> so yeah. different, different place. But yeah, it was really cool. It's called Fudge Town because there's a lot of fudge shops. Yeah, sorry, yeah. there's a lot of fudge shops there. It's very the, touristy. The quickest way I could think to communicate to Eric what I was trying to think of was Fudge Town, <laughs> the town with fudge. Um, also, scented candles. Yes, but scented candles would not have gotten us there. No. Fudge Town did. Yeah, Fudge Town definitely. I feel like anyway. they just chain elderly women to marble slabs and just make them turn make them over. Fudge. Yeah, it's Oh gosh. It's um, good fudge, but it's, you know. Yeah. It's at a price. You for a while when you were working um in Evanston, which is a suburb of Chicago. This yeah. is a long time ago now. Yeah. You had sort of um flirted with a monogamous relationship. <laughs> Well, maybe not monogamous, but you, you had gotten really familiar with a Salvation Army there. I was a regular. I was definitely yeah. like, what what would happen, it was 2010. I can tell you it was probably June to September of 2010. I can't believe you remember that. Well, yeah, I mean, it was, was right. Was it the group home? 
yeah, I, yeah right. Yeah, so oh, okay. I I was um, you were right there. I, I would go from one site of where I worked to mm-hmm. another site, and it was exactly in between them. Yeah. And I always had a break, and it was always at the same time mm-hmm. of day. So just routinely, because it kind of happened during my lunch break, I would always just take a few minutes just to go in and mm-hmm. walk around and um, kind of see what was going on. And yeah, I mean, I, I saw things turn over, um, you know, when I was paying attention to you know, how things were priced. There wasn't, uh, you know, and actually that thrift store had this amazing, I think it was probably a Haywood Wakefield, kind of like a China cabinet. And to this day, I'm like, you know, I wish, I owned a pickup truck at that point and I wish I'd just bought it. It was Mm -hmm. 50 bucks, bought it, stripped Mm -hmm. it, stained it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think there were some issues with it. It had sliding glass Mm -hmm. across the shelves. You know, it was like a, almost looked like a dresser at the bottom and had the big thing with the glass mm-hmm. shelves and the, what do you call it? The plate rails. Yeah. 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 Plate rails. Yeah. So it had that, but you know, I don't like the blondness of Haywood Wakefield. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think it looks great for what it is. And yeah. I think if you have that aesthetic, it's great. But if you take Haywood Wakefield, those lines and you just stain it as dark as you can, like a walnut kind of. Right, right now, uh, someone's having coronary hearing know, you say this. You did what? Somebody who yeah. loves that furniture the way it is. Yeah, I had a Haywood Wakefield nightstand that I thrifted. Um, and, I, you know, I don't I don't know how familiar you all are with Haywood Wakefield. I'm guessing somewhat if yeah. you're interested in thrifting. It does show up at thrift stores every once in a while. It's usually not in great shape. When it does, but um, Google it. Yeah, fifties um, blonde furniture. Yeah, very, very rounded. Yeah, it, it's like it could be sold by IKEA now, but it's yeah. like ten thousand times sturdier. Yeah, that nightstand weighed a ton. Uh-huh. It was the lines, and it, it had it these was great really curvy nice. lines. And what had happened before I got my hands on it was that somebody was like, "I would like this to be a nice dark wood color. I will paint it chocolate brown." <laughs> So it was yeah. this chipped, whatever. <laughs> so I, um, one of my very few experiences stripping something, like strip that down. And again, I, you know, once it was stripped down, what are you going to do? So I, mm-hmm. I just picked out a color I liked, which was very dark stain. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous when I was done with it. Mm-hmm. I always wonder what I did with that. Yeah. Why did you get rid of that? I don't know. I think it's one of those things I just got so used to it mm-hmm. that all of a sudden I thought I didn't like it when really I was just tired of mm-hmm. it. You just needed to put it away for a yeah. while. And... Like I just needed to do uh, something mm-hmm. different, which I, yeah. I don't know about you, but I've done that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, I shouldn't have got rid of that. Yes. That's actually how you end up rebuying Pink Floyd CDs. <laughs> yes. You yeah. realize a few years later, what was I thinking? Um, I'm trying to think about, uh, I felt like there was something else I wanted to ask you about that thrift store. Um, and that thrift store is gone now. It's oh, the re- Salvation yeah, Army? Yeah. Replaced by um, a giant block of condos that are just enormous. L- luxury, in quotes, l- luxury, luxury condos. condos, which, you know, stainless steel appliances and granite countertops with that just. Yeah, it was like this, it was this one-story building that was next to a cleaner's Which and like so a Which is so weird because that was after the, after the housing crash. Yeah. You know? But again, so that's an, another casualty of that thrift was another casualty of kind of gentrification. Mm-hmm. But the, what I miss, getting getting back to yeah. the contrast yeah. of monogamy versus polygamy. Yes, what our I, theme. Right. What, <laughs> our what, topic. What I miss is the experience you're describing having last time mm-hmm. of sort of drifting in and being like, just this sort of scoop 
yeah. of just seeing all these things that are awesome, just mm-hmm. scooping it up into the trunk of your car, moving on to the next one and doing it again. Mm-hmm. What I what I really like about that too is if you go to the first one and it's disappointing. Mm-hmm you look and there's just nothing you can say, Oh, well there's other ones to go to. Uh And if you go to four and they're all disappointing, you can push on to, uh, to five and six and seven. If you've got the stamina and if you really have to travel the way you do now, Uh I mean, you really commit. Yep. And if, if you think about driving an hour somewhere and it's not that big and it might be disappointing, hard for me to get excited about that yeah there are little antique stores and stuff but i don't really and Mm -hmm. they're not they're not well priced antique stores some of them are actually outrageously priced so i I don't really count them the nearest thrift store to me is a half an hour drive and And is that the baraboo one no that's actually the portage one okay um and then the next if i if i go to the next one that if i go from Mm -hmm. portage to baraboo that's probably another half hour Mm -hmm. So, you know, in, in one hour I can mm-hmm. hit two, but it's, it's such a commitment. And like you said, it's been nice hitting this over and over again. But what I'm finding is that I'm buying so little, um, which is both good and bad. Um, we're, we're sitting at my dining room table, which is covered in stuff right now. A lot of it thrifted. Yeah, well, the, I, but the fact <laughs> of the matter is, I mean, there's this... Uh, like there's this beautiful sort of cowboy themed cloth there, that I bought for Eric last week. Thank you. And the books about comic books that you bought for me, which mm-hmm. I love. Thank you so much. But you know, tiled things and these like these kind of vintage metal trays and a whole bunch of CDs that I need to yeah. put on my computer. I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, you know, just being able to sort of swoop in and scoop, understanding mm-hmm. that you could have a completely off day. Yeah. Like a, a day can be bad and you can wind up with virtually nothing, but, but often, e- even if you have a bad time at five thrifts and you find just one thing that's pretty great, mm-hmm. like that can redeem the whole thing. Oh, it can. Yeah. yeah. Um, but this, it, it's very little energy for me to get to the thrift store. It's right in the middle of the day. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, no, no big deal if, um, if, if I don't, but you know. So, yeah, the the difference has been hard. And I guess what I'm doing is advocating polygamy right now. <laughs> yeah, not literally. Yeah, I don't, mean... Don't leave your spouses. Given the choice between the two, uh-huh. I I think I prefer that. Yeah. Um, if somebody said to me I could only pick one of the stores that I go to, mm-hmm. that would be a hard decision. And even if they said you can pick one of the stores you go to, you can go as often as you like, and it's going to be very convenient for you. Mm-hmm. More, it's going to be more convenient than your drive to the south side. That would be that would be nice. Yeah, that'd be like a nice start. This whatever thrift store you choose will be around the corner mm-hmm. from you with exactly the same merchandise. Mm-hmm. I would still choose the drive a little bit further, but get. Yeah. A bunch of. Yeah, I agree. Oh, and besides finding that amazing rug last week, I got movie star parking. I parking right in front of the store. I feel like you're just drifting into bragging. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It really was an amazing day. Um, It sounds like kind of the best day ever. And I wasn't there with a beautiful rug. Um, The rug sounds amazing. Yeah. 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 So we're, we're at time. So we, we need to wrap up, but, um, yeah, um, just go to lots of thrift stores. Don't, don't just don't <laughs> yes. just settle on one. Yes, and take pictures of the awesome things you find and post them on our ThriftyCast page on Facebook because we love that. 
We yeah. love to see what you find. I love, I love to see what other people shop for. Yeah. Um, and what other people say that they kind of didn't really even know that they were looking for until they found it. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. All right. Well, thank you all so much. And until next time. Bye. Bye.